Trek program. It's time for action, Program complete. Listen when ready. Oh, thank you, guys. Step going home. Excuse you, guys. I'm going home. Just fair warning for all of our listeners. Apparently, we're not very high energy today, so let's see how this goes. We don't know. <laughs> the other times we've recorded lately. I think we've had, like, one <laughs> high energy episode in the last couple of months. Well, well, we have David lied. looks like he's Sith, so uh, I don't know. <laughs> He's, he's got mood lighting on. That's fantastic. I feel like I um, some Star Wars song, but I can't think of one. Let me do my full rendition of Duel of the Fates. One moment. <clears throat> Not going to happen. Oh, no. oh, I was waiting. I was waiting <laughs> eagerly. Pins and needles here. Fine. Pins and needles. Plus that a, a performance like the opera singer from Fifth Element. Just, oh, 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 oh. God, I love that. It is. That is amazing. So I, I am a meat popsicle. <laughs> you classified as human. No, I am a meat popsicle. Well, welcome to the Nerd Truck Podcast, everybody. Thank you for joining us. I'm Jeff, and I'm here with Phil. Hey, everybody. And David. Hey, guys. Lords of the Sith. <laughs> there should be a crossover, which is like a Sith, but Lord of the Dance, and just Sith people <laughs> dancing. That's, that would... Like Irish, like yeah, okay, just Irish dancing. All right, sure. To see Darth Maul doing that would be amazing. That would be insane. Well, I mean, but after after he got cut in half, that's that's where it would be more amazing. Before or after he gets the spider legs? Mm. After, put little like clogs on them, like little shoes, and like. <laughs> Just He'd a bunch be of adorable. little spider legs with, with iron legs. clogs. Oh. He'd be adorable. Yeah. Why Jeff didn't get to write any of the Star Wars movies? <laughs> <laughs> I'm bursting at the seams with ideas, people. <laughs> bursting. I'm bursting. All right. Today, we're diving into DS9, Season 3, Episode 1, The Search, Part 1. Original air date, September 26th, 1994. Um... We're getting full blown introduced to the Defiant and the Dominion, and they're on the search for the founders and the Gem Hadar, and a lot goes on in this one. Um, yeah, so this is basically like the beginning of shit's about to happen for the next uh, several seasons. Yeah, I can tell this is what lit the fire. Like it's it's popping off. <laughs> <laughs> popping off. Um, so let's talk about the the Defiant. First thoughts. I mean, I I love this this little ship. Uh, it's just uh, maybe that says something about me, but I I like the Defiant. It is very Defiant. It's it pretty badass. Defiant. I mean, it's armed to the teeth. It's fast. It's maneuverable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... They actually had a decent in-universe explanation for it, being like it was supposed to be for the Borg, and then they kind of went away. Like, so they were fine. If I was Starfleet, I would have been developing something too. Be like anything, make anything you can. Yeah. To help yeah, fight the yeah, and they say it right there in the episode, straight out. It's a warship. It's meant mm-hmm. to go to battle. So it's like, okay, it's like all stripped down. It's almost like a navy ship is now, where you've got like triple bunks in the rooms, and 
they're very close quarters and everything's really packed in tight. No families on board, no science division, really nothing. Yeah, so I did like, like a, that they specified that. They're like, no families. This is mm-hmm. war. Mm-hmm. There's <laughs> like, a hey, minimal look, sick bay. Yeah. Starfleet does know how to fight if they really have to. Jeez. Like, <laughs> True. Well, yeah, and I think that was one of the things they they realized after Wolf 359. It's like, okay, maybe having families on board all the time isn't great. That's not or a good having, idea. Or having something with, how did you describe it? With teeth wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always mm-hmm. wondered, too, is what's the difference between like the the phasers on the Enterprise, which is like a solid beam, versus this like pulse rifle kind of like pulses of phasers. Does that make a difference? Or is it just like an aesthetic I, thing? The only thing I can think is that it's a newer generation of phaser technology, so it's like mm. more probably a more powerful pulse design. It goes pew pew instead of pssss. Yeah, yeah, it almost sounds like a machine gun. It's like choo 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 choo. Yeah, but it, it isn't like on the Titan on Picard. It's like a fa- it's like a solid stream. Most of the larger ships are a solid because it has like a phaser bank. It, you know, yeah. does like a, I, I don't know. I'm sure yeah. there's some in-universe explanation. That's all. Yeah, and I'm sure they they wanted you to make sure you knew. Oh shit, this ship means business now. It's not just a. Pew, pew. Yeah, it's like a Gatling gun. Yeah. Um, and it has a cloak. Uh, on loan from the Romulans because they're like, yeah, there's some shit that's fucked up here. Um. The lovely mm-hmm. Romulan played by Martha Hackett, who would go on to play Seska yep. in Voyager. in Voyager. She's great. Um, which actually Voyager's airing like it just aired. So she's on this and Voyager at the same time. Yeah, it's it's so on DS9, they were going to try and make her character here uh, recurring. Mm. But they just couldn't figure out enough situations to place her in to make her good enough to re- be recurring. So they just kind of. Like, okay, boop. Yeah, because so. she's supposed to be operating the cloak because they don't trust the Federation. So I'm guessing at some point that there's, they're just kind of like, uh, we trust you. So we just we don't have a recurring Romulan. Right? Yeah. Yeah, they they were trying to add both her and Commander Edding, Eddington um, as two new recurring characters, which is like, holy crap, how much bigger do you want this cast to get? Right. Um, so it's kind of not really any surprise that that at least she got kind of pushed to the wayside. Well, it, we'll we'll have we'll have Eddington hang around for a little bit. Um, they they could have yeah. made it work. I mean, all you need is a job. She's running the cloak. How long did O'Brien she run the, the transporter? Cloak. She's yeah. Up a lot How of long space did O'Brien? Oh, oh, cloak is engaged. Oh, cloak is disengaged. Oh, cloak is engaged. And she has to stand the whole time. There's no seat for her. She doesn't have a seat on the bridge either. She's got to stand at the panel and push the button. Beep. Like you literally have one job. This is the proverbial <laughs> job. Yeah. I have one job. It's dumb, but I'm gonna do it. <laughs> well, and when and when sure. shit went wrong with the cloak, she didn't really know. She was like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, she's not yeah, like a technician. Not helpful, right. Right? She's not like an engineer, like a yeah. like a Romulan Chief O'Brien or anything. When shit started going sideways with the cloak, she was like, uh, I pushed the button. Beep. I don't know. I don't know. Don't work. I was like, like Romulan. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess. Pull yeah. off a panel, change out a chip or two. Come on. Like, right. <laughs> do something. Rip all this rip all the isolinear chips out of the thing like Jake and Nog did. At least they did something. Yeah. <laughs> so well, and this takes place this is at least a, a couple months after the end of the previous season, right? Because I think even Cisco says I was yeah, on, on Earth for a couple months. months. Oh okay, so this is eight months later. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they established that. I think it's based on the start date and then a couple of his mentions in his log and stuff. 
Okay, so some time has passed where, yeah, he went back to Earth because he went with Jake and um, yeah. he was in meetings. He's like, this could have been an email. I didn't need to come to Earth. <laughs> fine. Brought brought some shit back from Earth with him. He's like, mm, right. let me go into my storage unit that I haven't seen in a couple of years. But I like that scene with Jake where he's like, when did I start describing this as as home? And Jake's yeah. like, because you got your shit out of storage. This is home. You brought mm-hmm. it over. It's home so, now. I like that. And I love the fact that even in the 24th century, we're all still pack rats and like, no oh, shit, I got to go rent a 10 by 10 storage unit down the street at the rent at the at the rent center. And it's got storage. tchotchkes. Yeah. It's like, oh, what's in here? Oh, look, you know it's my high school do? yearbook and my third grade picture I do with my hand. <laughs> this is my fifth grade uh, paper on quantum physics because mm-hmm. I'm smart. No. What they should do is like what. Uh, um what Scotty did in that TNG episode is just put all their shit, their storage shit in like a continuous and like a suspended buffer. transporter buffer. Yeah, and it just sits there. <laughs> and then you can like just, materialize it if you want to pull something out. Or shit goes wrong and you're like, well, I got 97% of my stuff back. Eh, good enough. There's some de- just, degradation. All their self storage units, that's all it is, is like you open up a panel and there's a transporter pad. Like, here, put your stuff like, on it. It's gone. It's buffered. Okay, cool. That's amazing. If you ever so want good. it back, we're all hoping so to get it. Nope. They're like, that'll be that'll be three strips of gold press lot in a month for your rent, please. God damn it. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, Quark's in the wrong business. He needs to open like a storage unit. Yeah, have a mini like storage. DS9 mini storage, like take over <laughs> one of the giant cargo bays. He has on the station. Like, he <laughs> could just get a, a big ass cargo bay. Yeah. Yeah. Just sell yes. like souvenirs and then go. Oh, you bought all t- too many souvenirs. You can store it here. Or whichever cargo bay they had, like the ten thousand things of uh, self-sealing stem bolts in. That was a big ass <laughs> cargo bay. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That was a fish one. That's true. Right next to all his wine. <laughs> yeah, tulaberry. Tulaberry wine. Tulaberry wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so they are heading into the Gamma Quadrant. They want to find the founders. They're like, hey, we're gonna take this ship that can kill everybody, but uh, we're here for peace. But but just in mm, case. It's okay. It's okay. Just in case. Uh, I like how Coffee they roll. and carry a big stick. That yeah. is their big stick. Literally, they literally <laughs> carry the the Grand Nagus stick. I love that yeah. scene. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love it when he's when Cisco's holding up the staff and he's like, like uh, Quark's getting ready to leave and he's like, hey. Forget hey. something? And he kind of sticks it forward and he like kisses the, kiss the head of the staff he's like hey. goes, you forgot something you forgot you to you got forgot to come kiss my staff man come on kiss the, staff. Awesome. The, golden, the golden staff <laughs> i wonder if he cleans that after every kiss got like a clorox wipe <laughs> just wipe it off <laughs> he just wipes it down grubby minions like, <laughs> you can't be you too careful plague? this is yeah. how, this how you get, get a plague yeah <laughs> man um on earth yeah, so they get that, and then they get Odo uh, to come along as well, because the Bajorans, or the well, Starfleet doesn't like him. And yeah, he brings his Kira buckets. gets him, too. Yeah, Kira gets him, no. too, because Starfleet fires him. Apparently, they hate Odo, which was interesting. I didn't realize that was the case. Have we seen any indication in that up until now that they're like, he's got to go? Not really. Not really a got to go thing, but it's like, kind of like well, Cisco says, in... they're, they're not really happy because he's running... He's not running the station according to Starfleet standards and everything, which, hey, it's not a Starfleet station. Everybody's got to remember that. We're there mm-hmm. at the request of the Bajoran Provisional Government. This isn't yeah. Starfleet headquarters, DS9. This is a Bajoran space station that we're administrating. So, yeah, 
I think that was kind of that was probably Cisco's justification for keeping him on all this time and resisting somebody like Dickhead Eddington. So yeah, well, and there was that one uh, well, I don't know, like season one or two when they brought in that one security guy for like two episodes and mm-hmm. then he was gone. And you're yeah. kind of like, yeah, he doesn't he didn't serve a later because you have mm-hmm. fucking Odo. You have Odo. Yeah. Um, well, and, who, he, and whoever you put in that spot is going to butt heads with Odo. Oh, yeah. It, that's just how it's set up. It's right. no matter who it is. Yeah, because Odo just is just does his thing. <laughs> yeah, Odo's going to do how how he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. And it works. So everybody just like leaves in the hell alone. Yeah. Which is how I like it. So. Right. He he does turn into something. I mean, he goes into his bucket. So or is this a, a, a new thing or are we just. He's already turned into his goo in a bucket. Well, I was going to say, it does bring up that interesting idea of how do we count him turning into the same thing again? I don't know. Well, because he turns into some, some stuff um, in the next one, too. But it's like that, we can discuss that at the next one. But does this count as a new thing or is it a new circumstance or should we put like a <laughs> bucket of goo times two? <laughs> we could. We could add it as it is a transformation, but it's the, it's a, it's one we've seen. Two X bucket of goo. I don't know. Um, let's do that. I mean, as well. Um, and then no, no Ferengi shenanigans. No release Ferengi shenanigans. Yeah, except for Quark freaking the fuck out when he gets on the Defiant. (laughs) Oh yeah, but he's like, I'm gonna go. He's like, I'm just gonna get off here. I'll, I'll find a ship back. It's fine. It's fine. Um, Yeah. So you do that. Uh, then the Defiant does come under attack. Uh, by some Jem'Hada. So that's a cool battle. Let's mm-hmm. die. Just super awesome. Um, I think yeah, it's weird kill... for how small the Jem'Hadar ships are, how strong they are. Oh yeah, well because they yeah they took they did so much damage to the Odyssey before they like rammed into it in last yeah. season. Um, yeah, and they had no problem ramming it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> they do destroy one Jem'Hadar ship, so I think we figured out there's 43 lives on. One of those ships. So the, the, there's 43 for that. There is one person who dies on um, one of the crewmen, the like a pilot for the Defiant, because Julian goes up to him and says, "Oh, he's gone." He's, yeah. So I'm counting that as one. And then I had one more. I don't know. I don't remember who it was though. Someone else died. So I was, so I had 45 total deaths. That sounds pretty reasonable. I think. Okay. I'm trying to think if there was. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I just the, wrote down this, one, but I don't remember who one, it was. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Oh, so there you go. All right. So, what are we up to there, David? So that has our standard TOS at sixteen fifty, our standard TO TNG at thirty thousand and twenty eight, and then twenty one. 21 for DS9, so 2,121 for DS9 for a total of 33,799 deaths so far in Star Trek. So close. One off nice. of 33,800, but... So close. We're so working close. our way up. Uh, no, so, same 20 Ferengi shenanigans we had last episode, or should I say last season. Uh, Odo's changed into a rat, a chair, some shit in a bucket twice, a uh, food cart, painting, a drinking glass, some assorted goo, a container pad, a tripwire, a serving cart, a top that Phil had as his child, Mr. Fantastic, yes, and some splatter on the wall. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Um, one of the big re- reveals in this one is Odo finds his, his people. His uh, people! He's drawn to this planet and goes there with Kira and he finds his people. 
so that's dumb people. Yeah, so I mean that's kind of where it leaves it at the end of the episode. It's just that he's found his his home, basically. Um, but I like. I mean, this is definitely a jump start for the season. I mean, you you're you're you dive into like battles and dealing with the the gamma quadrant and all this mystery and like just. I mean, there's a fucking space battle that just is like very deadly for everyone yeah. involved. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, how would you guys think about this one? It's definitely, I'd say this was more excitement than we've had in all of DS9 thus far. Um, and it's it's taken the turn that I really like. These are probably, this and the next one, the two-parters, are probably my favorites though, so far. I really liked these. Of of all of DS9? Of all of DS9. Like, I'd rate these probably at a 9.5 on the Devo wow. meter. Let's keep it rolling. Yeah, when you see the giant puddle of goo out in the middle of the <laughs> planet, and all of a sudden, like, this... It, you know what she the female changeling almost reminds me of that remember the tng episode where all of the species like the humans and the Klingons and the romulans and the cardassians everybody comes together on the planet mm-hmm. and they've had to gather the dna from all the different worlds and mm-hmm. the projection of like the originator or whatever you want to call her and she's like hi if you found this, you've come together from we've planted seeds all throughout the galaxy, blah blah blah. Yeah, like the female like changeling very much reminds me of her. It's because it's the same actress. Mm. I know, but I mean, even <laughs> uh, even <laughs> even character-wise and shit, like just their look, it's almost like they're the same. But when she walks out of the puddle of goo, is like, "Welcome home to Odo." It's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And then it's like, "To be continued." Maybe we are all just partially changelings. Right. Because they said that they went out to find spread order and, you know, search the galaxy. And so maybe and, and and they weren't even. So who knows how old they even are? You know, there's some fanfic out there about something weird happening with the founders. <laughs> oh, there's some like Rule 34 fanfic about the Great Link. <laughs> I guarantee oh, you. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know if I buy their whole thing, though, when he's like, why did I get sent away? And they're like, we took nope. 100. No, 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 no. Nope. That's next episode. That's We're not doing episode. that. Oh, sorry. I need content oh. for the next one. I'm sorry. Don't go there. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, so I don't know what you about. They didn't talk about anything about that. that was, that's what's what's the official Devo meter score for this episode, then? Or do you want to just rate the whole thing, the two-parter? I am going to give this a nine and a half because I'm pretty sure the next one's going to have a nine and a half also. So combined, it would still be nine Ooh. and a half. I liked sure. both episodes. They did a really good job with the two-parter on this. It was very enjoyable. Yeah, they really did. Plenty yeah, of action, I, minimal bullshit. It was good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, a nice, a couple nice firefights there. Shit's going down on board the Defiant. Odo yeah. drags Kira to the shuttle pod, and they get the fuck out of there. Well, it just makes sense. The fact that they'd come back with the ship and decide to go in there and find them and the Romulans would even help with the cloak. The whole thing has logical explanations to it, which is mm-hmm. nice because we don't always yeah. get that from Star Trek. Yeah. True. I know. Yep. Awesome. Uh, Phil, I know you know more about DS9 and everything, but, is this, but what, what are your thoughts heading into season three? Yeah, this is definitely where we pick up steam and stuff starts to happen and things get really good. It's like, yeah, it's like one of those, it's like it, it, it breaks up the series. It's like, okay, there's the first couple of seasons when we're just on DS nine. And then it's like the rest of the series. It's almost like a restart when the defiant comes into the picture. Mm-hmm. Cause now mm-hmm. she'll play a major role in a lot of the series now until the end. So 
it's really interesting and it opens up a lot of doors for for future stuff to happen and yeah this this there's a lot of shit going on here though because you got like okay so we're leaving the station we've got a new ship now we're going to the gamma quadrant to try and figure out an alliance or trade or something with the dominion but then you've also got the Jem'Hadar, and now you've got the founders as well. So it's like, oh shit, okay, so there's all this stuff going on. And they do a really good job explaining how everything kind of pieces together. Mm-hmm. And the Jem'Hadar under, and the Vorta, and all the relationship between all of them kind of thing. And that'll kind of, we kind of get the foundation for it, and then we'll get more of the details and how it kind of flushes out in the next part, and then throughout the rest of the season. So this episode sets up a lot of stuff. Yeah. Okay, I don't know if it's the right episode, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Doesn't the <laughs> Defiant get destroyed in this one? It gets beaten no. up. It gets beaten up pretty good. I thought yeah. it got destroyed Odo's... and they end up on a runabout and like, like I didn't think yeah. they were able to even Odo fly and... it back. Yeah, Odo and Kira says, Kira asks Odo how the Defiant is doing or what happened to the Defiant. And he said, the last I saw, she was dead in space and was getting beaten up by the Jem'Hadar. Yeah. So, so that's did, that's so that's the last that we know from this. How does role in the future? They're, 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 it's dead in the gamma quadrant. It shouldn't be recoverable. Like, <laughs> did in okay? Because in the next episode, you watched the second part, the, right? Right. I did. Yeah. He says you, okay. your ship is in orbit. You're, yeah. <laughs> they fixed it. Mm. They fixed the ship. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe I lied when I said minimal bullshit. We'll see. <laughs> well, plus they had. I mean, they had forty other crew on board still to fix the ship. So. Yeah just accept it it wasn't completely destroyed it was just beat to shit yeah they okay. just taken out the engines and stuff but they have a crew of about 50 on board and only five of them were down on the surface or seven of them were down on the surface so you still have yeah just the pretty decent officers. pretty decent crew to continue to do repairs and stuff yeah but we'll get to that in the second part yes david <laughs> uh yeah but solid uh, solid start to the next season and yeah phil's right mm-hmm. this is like setting up the entire next you know five seasons uh for the big story arcs and everything and and like we'll still get a smattering of like you know small scale stories with, yeah you know, just chilling on the station yeah but this is the happening. like overarching you know uh super villains there's, there's always this background of waiting for the next attack yeah i gotcha yeah kind of thing cool um but yeah this will be fun to mm-hmm. see where all this goes so cool yeah. all right david why don't you do your thing I almost want to make Phil do our closeout. Can we make Phil do our closeout tonight? Nope. <laughs> not, my, not my job. He's like, no. <laughs> do you want me to do it? I Ain't going to do it. Feel those Ain't going to do it. Wouldn't in. be prudent. Right. Ain't going to do it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's All righty. Yep. Find out what's your nerd trick at the nerdtrick.com where we got links to our social media sites. You can see us looking into your soul if you want to. You can buy some of our stuff should you be so inclined. And as soon as uh, you are done regenerating in your bucket, you can give us a five star rating and review and we'll read that out over the air. And while you're there, uh, take a look at the Nerd Trek Movie Club where Jeff has guests on to talk about movies the same way we talk about Star Trek, except it's more interesting. Hmm. It's more and the reason and the reason I said no is because I would pull a Kara so bad it would put Kara to shame. So I know oh, those are the best though. <laughs> I couldn't. Ah, should have just been it. out of the blue. I should but, have the ability to to what do you call it pass every so well, often. Well, thank God you don't. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> Man, Phil's just like a hardcore. Yep. See, that's why I didn't make it say Something. Jeff should do it because I knew he would. He would just be like, all right. Whatever. <laughs> okay, check out the <laughs> yeah. Do the thing. <laughs> 
Uh, we all uh, have a role. Know your role. <laughs> yes, don't slow your role, but know your role. Know your role. <laughs> yes. All right. Apparently, my role now is to give you the outro uh, or the other, the, the, other the second thing that I do. I don't know. Whatever. Fuck it. Um, mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. And we will catch you on the next one. Bye, everybody. See ya. Thank you.